cigarscigars.com coming to you on the Great Cigars podcast. So before I get this whole shindig started, uh, real quick, um, minor apologies because I have been running a little behind on everything uh, between the podcast episode. I wanted to get it out a couple days ago and uh, the cigar spotlight for West Tampa attic uh, that got out late, way later than I anticipated it. Um, work has uh, kind of taken a forefront. It's been a little bit of a nutty schedule. But going to try and keep this uh, this podcast schedule as good as possible. So anywhere between Thursday and Sunday, you'll expect the regular podcast episodes. And all goes well. You should expect the st- uh, Cigar Spotlight episodes to be out Thursday or Friday every week in between. So that being said, let's get this shit show on the road. So before I get into the nitty gritty got to do my thing two best sounds in the world this is the first beautiful i love that sound uh that is the charter oak maduro being cut and that is by foundation cigars shout out to nick melillo for his experience and his work in the cigar community as a whole because his stuff is fantastic um I believe one of his recent cigars just got Cigar of the Year for last year. So big shout out to him. If you haven't had the Charter Oak yet, you definitely should give it a try. Nice budget smoke. Really good budget smoke. I'll go into more of it um, in next week's Cigar Spotlight. But really good budget smoke. I think it's like five, six, seven bucks. And it easily smokes like a, like a $9 cigar. Wonderful construction. Great flavor profile. Uh, definitely recommend, especially if you want a uh, Maduro that's not going to punch you in the mouth. This is a very smooth Maduro. You're really going to enjoy it. Um, even a uh, new cigar smoker is going to like it if he's getting a little more into, you know, the heavier stuff. It's a very good introduction smoke to Maduros and, and darker wrappers. So on to the next wonderful sound. I don't know if you guys could hear the pour, but since I am smoking the Charter Oak, I have to drink the Noble Oak. Noble Oak bourbon, which is finished in sherry oak staves. Wonderful drink. I think it's somewhere around like 84, 86 proof. So it's not too, too bad, but keep in mind, it is alcohol. If you're going to drink it, obviously enjoy yourself, but please do so responsibly. All right. PSA over. Oh, that goes down really smooth. Real, it doesn't have a burn on the back end of it, which is really nice. Um, simplistic design on the bottle. Simple flavor. Always good times had. So let's get this lit and let's get this show on the road. So if you haven't had the Charter Oak by Foundation yet, uh, just be prepared. It does have a closed foot, so you may get some flyaways when you light it up. Uh, you may need a little extra time lighting the cigar. That's okay. There's a little bit of extra flavor in there at the front. Um, the last time I smoked it, I got great notes of pepper 
a dark chocolate espresso as soon as I lit it. And I think you can owe a lot to that to, uh, to the closed foot. So today's episode, it's going to be a little shorter because work, but today's episode is, uh, I want to talk about lounge rules and why they're important. Um, to quote Winston from the John Wick movies, rules are what separate us from the animals and lounge rules are very important. A lot of them overlap from lounge to lounge. Some lounges have their own rules. But lounge rules are very important because even though it's a place where, you know, you can sit, relax, um, get the stresses of the day out and everything, there are some rules that have to be followed. And there are spoken rules and there are unspoken rules. Um, and ev like I said, every lounge is different. A lot of them use the same rules, but every lounge is going to be different depending on how those rules are enforced and how people follow those rules. Um, so a couple common rules that you'll, uh, you'll encounter at a cigar lounge is a big one. Uh, if you're going to sit and smoke here, smoke what you buy from the shop, you know, Unless you're a member, you've been there for five, ten years. Don't bring your own shit in. You know, if you're going to smoke in the lounge, that's fine. Smoke in the lounge, but smoke the stuff that you got from that shop. Like, when I started going to the Wooden Indian, I wasn't bringing in cigars I didn't get from the Wooden Indian. You're going to smoke in the Liga Provida lounge. You buy stuff from the Wooden Indian tobacco shop. Um, it's just good, to good decorum. It, uh, I mean, A, you're able to taste all the uh, cigars that that lounge provides, and you're able to kind of experience every different flavor profile that lounge has in the humidor. But the other thing is you're supporting that lounge by buying stuff from that shop. If you bring in stuff from another lounge, Cigars International, if you're one of those guys that shops online, that's fine. Don't bring them into the lounge if you're not buying from the lounge. Uh, so that's probably one of the more uh, one of the more important rules. Mm. God, this has such a good flavor profile to start. Um, another major lounge rule is if you're going to indulge in uh, in a kind of alcoholic beverage, just don't get nuts. Uh, lounges are where you go to sit, sip on a whiskey, enjoy the flavor with the flavor of your cigar. If you have a bottle, by all means, share. That's fine. You know, if you want to be that guy to just keep the bottle to himself, all right, that's cool. You, you do you. Um, unspoken rule is you bring a bottle to the lounge. You share at least with somebody. Uh, I don't know about you, but for me, I... When I smoke a cigar and drink a bourbon, I don't want to smoke a cigar and drink a bourbon alone. I like to drink a bourbon with somebody, smoke a cigar with somebody, you know, pick up what notes they get from the bourbon or the scotch or whatever we're drinking and compare notes on the, the flavor profile in their cigar and how it blends and pairs well with the bourbon or whatever it is you're drinking. Uh, you're not going to the lounge with alcohol to get fucked up. You don't go there to pound back beers and shotgun natty lights if 
you're drinking natty lights and you go to a cigar lounge, you, you need to reevaluate some things in your life, but you don't go there to pound back. You don't go there to do shots. You don't go there to shotgun beer. Now, if there's baseball, football, whatever on the TV, you bring in a six pack, that's fine. You don't pound the beer. You drink it like a normal fucking human being. Um, this isn't like dude, bro, frat house. This is civilized enjoyment. You know, if you wind up drinking too much and you get fucked up, that's okay. Your intent wasn't to get fucked up. You really liked the bourbon. You drank a little more than you probably should have. Sit back, drink a water, smoke another cigar. If you have to call an Uber or somebody from the lounge isn't fucked up and they can drive you home, have them drive you home. That's okay. Lounge guys are like that. If they see that you're fucked up and you're trying to drive home, they're going to stop you. And they'll drive you home. It's not like your car's in a bad area. It's at the lounge. You know it's safe. Um, kind of an unspoken rule with, uh, with cigar lounges is very similar to lodge rules. So I'm a Freemason. We have certain rules in the lodge. Obviously I can't tell you everything. Um, but a main rule that we have is no talking about religion, no talking about politics. And it's not that you can't talk about these things because obviously if you have the news on, uh, obviously that kind of stuff is going to come up, but you don't want to get it to the point where the lounge becomes a debate hall and you're just debating about politics and religion and everything going on in, uh, in real life when you should be taking the time at the lounge to enjoy your cigar, enjoy the company you're with and kind of keep all that stuff outside. You know, you walk in the lounge door, you drop everything. You drop ego, you drop religion, you drop politics, you drop whatever it is you have going on outside. Maybe it's work, maybe it's family issues. You drop all of that at the lounge. Sit, enjoy, recuperate, reload, smoke a stick, drink a glass of bourbon, have a good time. That's what the lounge is there for. The lounge is not there to be your pedestal where you step on for like, 10, 15 minutes talking about, oh, this, this candidate did this and this candidate did that. It's like, no, there's a time and a place for it. If it comes up, okay, you keep it civil. Or you could just avoid the issue altogether. That's personally, that's up to you. Um, I try not to bring politics, religion, things of that, up, things of that nature up in the lounge. Um, now, if you're talking about philosophy and, and spiritualism, that's a different story. Uh, cause then you can get into whole, uh, stories in the Bible, stories in Greek mythology and Norse mythology, things of that nature. That's all fine. That's, that's, you know, that's lounge conversation. You want that. You want to have a good conversation with people. Um, you just don't want to bring up, uh, anything that can cause the lounge to become a debate hall and kind of ruin the experience for yourself, ruin the experience for somebody else, because maybe somebody has been dealing with all this political shit at work or at home, whatever, they come to the lounge and they're like, finally, I can take like an hour or two. I don't have to hear about politics. I don't have to hear about religion. I don't have to hear about this candidate or that candidate or this party or that party. And they come in, they sit down five minutes later, you two are talking about whatever fucking bullshit. No, no, don't, don't be that guy. Don't ruin the experience for people. Um, again, that's, that's kind of an unspoken rule. 
depending on the lounge. Some lounges specifically say, don't put anything political on TV. Don't talk about anything political. Um, religion nowadays, you can kind of get away with it because that'll kind of go inside with like spirituality and things of that nature. But for the most part, you want to avoid those topics as much as possible. And speaking of spirituality, uh, I want to talk about one of my sponsors, which is Green Enchantments. Um, you can go to greenenchantmentshop.com and check out everything she has to offer. Her name is Kara. She is a certified occupational therapist and a certified herbalist. Uh, I believe she's calling herself an occupational herbalist now. Um, Kara, if I'm wrong, don't be mad. <laughs> but she really knows her way around herbalism. Obviously, she knows her way around the uh, metaphysical uh, aspects of the human body to kind of help recuperate whatever injury you have or whatever, um, we'll call it disorder for lack of a better term, uh, whatever it is you have going on. And she incorporates that into her recipes for her herbalism. And essentially, she just makes holistic bath and body works. Sugar scrubs, bath bombs, uh, or not bath bombs, bath salts, um, healing haro, which is kind of like, uh, it's like a natural icy hot, but you don't get the ice in the hot. It helps relax the muscles, the joints. If you have arthritis, it's really good for it. And she and I actually work together to make a whisker wax, which is kind of like a, uh, it's a mustache bomb. It helps to moisturize the mustache or, um, or the beard, basically your facial hair. And uh, it smells really nice. And actually, depending on what you're smoking, it, it can help you pick up different notes on your cigars as well. So definitely check her out. Everything for her is going to be listed down in the show notes. That's greenenchantmentshop.com. And uh, so getting back to lounge rules. Um, th this, this one is kind of more of a, a rule for me. If you are good friends with the rep of a company like one of my best friends he's the rep for general cigar and if i'm smoking with him i'm gonna try and smoke something that he sells if i'm smoking with mickey peg who is also one of the sponsors of this podcast he owns all saints cigars um if i'm smoking with him i'm gonna smoke an all saints now granted a lot of these guys their, their palates will go all over the place. You know, maybe they'll be smoking something of theirs. Maybe they'll smoke somebody of somebody else's if they're, you know, quote unquote off the clock. But if I'm hanging out with these guys, I'm going to try and smoke something that they sell, something that they provide to the lounge. Um, so in Rami's case, he sells Macanudo. He sells Cohiba, Punch, um, you know, things of that nature. I'm going to try and smoke something like that if I'm, smoking with him in the lounge and you know vice versa if if somebody gives you a cigar at the lounge you know they say hey i think you're really going to like this and they hand you a west tampa attic or they hand you a placencia amafuerte or uh crown heads mil dias 
you know, they hand you something you haven't had before. Smoke it there. Smoke it with them. Smoke it with them around. That way you can kind of give your thoughts on it because they gave it to you thinking that you would like it. Smoke it in their presence. That way they know, okay, he actually smoked it. He's he's kind of real about this shit. Smoke it while they're there. That way you two can compare points. Like, oh, I really like this note in this cigar, but I didn't like how it burned. And your buddy's like, yeah, you know, I got that too. I really loved the flavor profile profile on this in the second half, but the burn was kind of iffy or canoed or tunneled or did this or that and the other thing. And you compare. Vice versa. If somebody gives you a cigar, just here, try this. You might like it. What I try to do, give a cigar back. You know, it's tit for tat. Give them a cigar if they gave you a cigar. That way you can kind of spread the joy for what your flavor profile is, what you believe a good cigar is, whether it be flavor profile, construction, um, appearance, or just good value. Like you take the the Charter Oak, it's a great value, it's got really good construction, and it's got a good flavor profile, and it's all three. If you really enjoy the cigar, give it to somebody you care about. Give it to a buddy of yours. That way they can try it and kind of see it through your eyes. It's um, it's kind of like showing your best friend your new favorite song and seeing if they react the same way you do. And when they do, it's like, holy shit, I was right. This is a really good cigar. Speaking of a really good cigar, this thing is fucking fantastic. And it pairs wonderfully with this Noble Oak. Um, and, you know... That kind of brings me back to the whole alcohol thing. If you're going to bring something in, feel free to share. Don't don't be that guy who he sees somebody come in with a bottle of bourbon or whatever and be like, oh, do you mind if I get an up? No. If you're going to come in with a bottle, offer. You know, some guys are going to say yes. Some guys are going to say no. That's fine. Maybe some guys don't drink. Maybe some guys are taking it easy. Maybe they've already had like three beers watching the football game. They kind of don't want to put hard liquor in with that. I get it. Um, but you bring a bottle in, share. You bring a box of cigars in, share. It's okay. It's not going to kill you. And that goes for pretty much anything you bring in the lounge. Soft pretzels, movies, music, things of that nature. You hear a really good album. And you want the guys at the lounge to hear it. Ask them, hey, do you guys mind if I put on some music? I think you'll really like it. It really enhances the smoking experience. Yeah, go for it. Put it on the stereo. Put it on Put it on the speaker. Or, you know, hey, I just saw this really cool movie. I know you're all, you're all like history buffs and war movie buffs or western buffs, whatever. Do you mind if I put this on? I think you're really going to like it. Yeah, go for it. Have fun. Sorry, I got to make sure this cigar doesn't go out on me. Um, if you go into a lounge and you see a guy who's acting like a complete douchebag, he's acting rambunctious, he's, you know, belligerent, drunk, he's talking about stuff you don't want to be talked about in the lounge, it's okay to go to the manager or go to one of the tobacconists or go to one of the guys who works at the lounge and say, hey, 
dickhead over here is acting like a damn fool. Can you do something about it? Nine times out of ten, they're gonna. They're at least gonna go up and talk to him and be like, hey, dude, cool it. You gotta chill out. Um, obviously, some things are automatically off the table. You don't do anything inappropriate. You don't do anything that's, you know, overly disgusting. I say inappropriate, and I'm over here acting like I'm a fucking saint. But, you know, you don't grab ass. You don't do this. You don't do that. Don't be a fucking douchebag when you walk into a cigar lounge. It's just got poor taste. So I've done this. You, You work at a tobacco shop. And you decide, you know what, I'm going to go visit another shop. I'm going to go visit another lounge or another cigar bar. That's fine. You know, there's, there's competition, but there's not really competition because you want people to shop at your lounge. But if they go to another shop, nine times out of ten, everybody knows everybody in the cigar industry, especially up here. You know, you can't swing a de- dead cat around the tri-state area without somebody knowing the Wooden Indian. Um. But let's say you go to another shop and people are asking questions like, you know, oh, I really like this cigar and I really like this cigar. Don't be that guy that goes into another lounge just to promote the lounge you work at or the lounge you go to. You know, I'll mention, hey, yeah, by the way, I work at the Wooden Indian. So, you know, if you ever need help with finding a stick or recommendations on finding a stick and you go here um you know we have some of these in our lounge we obviously they're here i could tell you you know what i like you know obviously i'm not going to sell to you because this isn't my lounge but if you need a recommendation or anything you know i'll help you out and it's it's that old thing of you know it's okay to compare your favorite sticks and recommend sticks to your friends that's fine But you don't go into another lounge boasting like, oh, yeah, we have this at my lounge. We have this at my lounge. You know, if you ever want anything from from uh, like Crown Heads or Drew Estate, you come to my lounge. You know, don't go here. Go to my lounge. Don't be that fucking douchebag because then you're going to have issues with the lounge you're at. You're going to have issues with the lounge you're visiting. And 10 to 1, the person you're trying to get to come to your lounge isn't going to come to your lounge because you're basically poaching a customer. You're, you're poaching a cigar per, uh, cigar smoker. You're smoking a lounge patron. Don't be that guy. All right? That guy is a fucking douchebag. Don't be a fucking douchebag. I cannot stress that enough. That That pisses me off. Now, if you do go to another lounge or you have somebody in visiting from another lounge and they're visiting your lounge or the lounge you frequent, the lounge you go to. If they tell you, Hey, yeah, I'm from out of town. I work at this lounge. You're, oh, okay, cool. Like what's that lounge? Like it's okay to talk about other lounges, especially if they're out of the, out of state or out of like the general vicinity of where you live or where you work or whatever. So I went down to Texas and I was telling people about the wooden Indian tobacco shop, you know, cause it can't hurt. Um, it's okay to tell other people about your lounge because then when they come to Philadelphia or they go to Texas or Delaware or wherever, it's like, Oh, I remember I met that guy at that lounge. Well, you know what? Now you, not only is there another customer coming in, which is, you know, okay, whatever. Um, 
But now that guy now has a lounge that he can go to where he feels comfortable. He feels okay going there. He knows when he goes in, the guys are going to know the shit they're talking about. There's going to be a good selection in the humidor. And, you know, the lounge is going to promote conversation. And it's not just going to be one of those lounges where you go and sit down, sit on your phone, smoke your cigar and leave. Because lounges like that are fucking boring. Every once in a while you need something like that, but not all the time. You know, sometimes you need to make that, take that mental health day. I cannot fucking talk today. Sometimes you need to take that mental health trip, take an hour, sit in the lounge, be by yourself, look at your computer, look at your phone, read a book. That's fine. You don't want to walk into a cigar lounge and that's all you do every time. That fucking sucks. Um, speaking of mental health, I'd like to talk about uh, Trauma Survivors Foundation. Uh, another one of great cigar sponsors. And they help first responders, uh, people who have undergone trauma, get the treatment they need for uh, essentially surviving trauma and coping with that trauma and getting the right coping mechanisms, things of that nature. And they also teach these frontline workers, the police, the fire, the EMS, um, uh, doctors, nurses, all those guys, teaches them how they can kind of combat trauma in the field. So obviously you come up to somebody, they're a victim of a crime. For us, it's like, okay, it's it's a carjacking, whatever. That's the third one this week. Deal with it before. Well, for that person, it's the worst fucking day of their life. So Trauma Survivors Foundation helps give people um, kind of the training they need to hit this early so that when they finally do go, if they decide to go to therapy or wherever, um, you already laid the groundwork down that, you know, Shit happens. This is not your fault. Deal with it. Not deal with it in that way, but you know what I mean. And speaking of police, make sure you check out Sheepdog Production. Uh, Sheepdog Production makes patches, challenge coins, things of that nature. If you recently got a patch from GreatCigarReviews.com, which you probably should, if you haven't, uh, if you recently got a patch and you really like the quality of it, good. Sheepdog Production made the patch. Uh, so make sure you go visit sheepdogproduction.com and he'll make patches, challenge coins, stickers, basically anything you need promotional wise. Uh, even if you need patches for uniforms, he does that as well. So make sure you go visit him and I will leave all the links for all my sponsors down in the show notes as always. But like I said, I'm going to make this a little bit of a shorter episode today. So it kind of sucks because work, but I wanted to get something out to you guys. Make sure you keep an eye out for those lounge rules. And obviously, if the lounge you go to has their own set of rules in addition to the ones that I said, please abide. You know, lounges, they're the backbone. Brick and mortar lounges are the backbone of our cigar community. They're the backbone of our industry. So please keep that in mind. And, uh, you know, it's basically like your second home. So. Kind of treat it that way. Don't be But with that said, without further ado, 
keep an eye out for reviews and keep an eye out for news. And stay fucking smoky.